So it was 2.17 a.m. when it all happened. I remember because I just checked my phone, which I do too often. I was pushing a dust mop around a grocery section of the Dollar Tree, the one over in Davisville, in Greenville by the strip mall. My son Nate was following me with the auto scrubber. We usually don't do the scrubber on Sunday nights, but with all the extra traffic from the holiday season, it really needed it. Jimmy was routing the floor buffer, and Crystal, well, she was windexing the big cooler doors. I guess I should introduce myself. Ben Shepherdson, owner of Shepherdson & Sons Overnight Cleaning, LLC. Our slogan is, we clean while you dream. I only have one son, Nate. He works with me. But it sounds better to say Shepherdson & Sons instead of Shepherdson & Son. Anyway, Nate has anxiety issues and could never really handle a daytime job with all them people around. With me, he gets to work nights and not have to worry about seeing too many people. And the money's decent. No matter how bad the economy is, buildings still get dirty and still got to be clean. We always have more work than we can handle. The hardest part is finding good help. I took a chance on Jimmy, even though he's an ex-con, and he's worked out good so far. He shows up early, and apart from the smoke breaks, kid works like a machine. He's divorced, and he doesn't see his kids, so he doesn't mind sleeping all day. Crystal, she's given me some headaches, but kind of feel sorry for her. I mean, DCF told her that she has to work if she wants to keep custody of her two kids. But sometimes, the night daycare is closed, or her kids are sick, so she has to call in. And sometimes, the Suboxone does a number on her system, if you know what I mean. So she really can't pull her weight. I usually give her light duty stuff. I guess most people who end up in my business aren't your typical clean-cut daytime employees that people want to see working at their bank or doctor's office, but hey, as my old man used to say, there's a place for everyone. He was a custodian up at the high school, and when I was old enough, the school, the school hired me to help him. So I did, I did learn something in school, even though I never technically graduated. So anyway, it was 2.17 a.m. on Sunday night, or I guess early Monday morning. I knew there were only four of us in the building, I noticed something bright out of the corner of my eye, and I looked up, and it was a person standing right there. My first thought was, is it Bruce, the store manager? He's the only other person with a key to the building. But as soon as I looked at him, I guess it was a him, I realized, definitely not Bruce. He was dressed all in white, and he had a crazy light coming out of him. Imagine an outfit made completely out of LEDs, but brighter. And this light, it wasn't your normal light. I felt like it was shining right through me. And suddenly I, I felt dirty. Like when you shine a black light on the floor and see all the junk you couldn't see in the regular light. That's what scared me most. I dropped to my knees. I couldn't help it. I must have yelled because Jimmy and Crystal both came running over to see what the heck was going on. 
When Crystal sees the guy, she, she screams and throws her Windex bottle up in the air. Jimmy said some words that I probably shouldn't repeat in church. Then he starts staggering backward and falls on top of a big display of chips and salsa. Nate's just standing there behind the auto scrubber like a deer in the headlights. The guy holds out his hands like an alien saying, I come in peace. And he says, do not be afraid. For which I knew he meant, I'm not going to kill you. But also, I know my light makes you squirm in your socks. But it's going to be okay. That calmed us down a little. I looked back and saw Jimmy sitting on a pile of chip bags. Crystal was doubled over, holding her stomach. Nate was leaning onto the auto scrubber, trying not to faint. The LED guy gave us a minute to relax, if that was possible. Then he says something else. I come with good news for you and for all people. Today, in Davidsville, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah that you have been waiting for. He is the Lord. I was having trouble wrapping my head around what he, all he was saying. Would you? But all of a sudden, I realized who this guy was. An angel, you know? A messenger from God. And just as my brain is starting to handle that, he keeps talking like he's got a message to deliver, no matter what. He says that we were chosen to be the first ones to visit the baby. Then he tells us that we'll find him wrapped in a towel, lying in a cardboard box in the back room of a little diner downtown. Okay, I thought to myself, that's weirdly specific. But I wasn't about to say that out loud to the... You know, the LED angel guy. As soon as he finishes his speech, I kid you not, it gets even crazier. We hear this rushing sound like a waterfall, and at the same time, the ceiling of the Dollar Tree peels back, and we see a thousand more angels up there, like human-sized fireflies, all glowing and dancing back and forth like it's an angel party. Their voices were the sweetest sound I've ever heard, and I could hear words like, Praise God, and glory to God in the highest, and peace to people on earth. I don't know how long this went on exactly, us standing in Dollar Tree, gawking up through a portal to heaven. I couldn't, it couldn't have been an hour, it could have been a minute, but it was pure joy. Then the portal closed up, and the angel voices faded, and the room came back into focus, and just the overhead fluorescent lights buzzing and the big pillars humming quietly and the smell of Windex and floor wax and the shelves of the merchandise all around. None of us said anything for a minute. Jimmy struggled to his feet and brushed the chip crumbs off his pants. Nate's mouth was hanging open. Crystal was just blinking. Then we did something we've never done, the four of us together. We, we all started laughing. I think some of the joy of the angel party must have rained down on us. Crystal had a real, full smile I've never seen on her face before. Jimmy was giggling like a little kid, and Nate's eyes were brighter than ever. We left our stuff in the store and jumped in the van to go find this baby. Crystal suggested we try the diner called Mary's because her mom used to work there. So I said, okay. Mary's diner it is. We pulled in and saw a light in the back. 
I knocked on the back door and eventually the door cracked open and a young man peeked out. I, I said something like, the angel sent us to see the baby? Looking back, that could have been really awkward if we were in the wrong place. But he just smiled and let us in like they were, we were the pizza delivery guys. And he was expecting us. So we followed him in quietly. And sure enough, just like the angel said, there was the baby. He was swaddled in a white kitchen towel, lying there in a cardboard box. You know, the kind that food gets delivered in. Lying next to him on a pile of chair cushions was the mother, a teenage girl. It smelled like blood and birth stuff in there, and I thought, whoa, we're literally the first ones. We knelt down around the baby and just stared at him, sleeping for a while. I thought, so this is the savior of the world? I wasn't even sure exactly what that meant, but I knew this, ki this kid was something special if the angels got that excited about him. The next day, I turned on the news and checked my phone because I'm thinking, this must have been some kind of worldwide announcement, right? If God went to the trouble of sending angels to me and my cleaning crew, then of course, he must, he must have sent to other people. I kept the news on for a while, but nothing. I scrolled through Facebook and nothing. Just all the usual stuff. Not so much as one headline about an angel or a UFO sighting or anything. I was like, really? Why didn't God send his angels to the White House or to Fox News or to an NFL game? Why me and Nate and Jimmy and Crystal in the back of a, of a Dollar Tree? I mean, what have I done to deserve that? I guess I'll never know the answer to that question. Well, me and Nate and Jimmy and Crystal talked it over, and we decided that since the angels came to us, then it must be our job to tell a story. So that's why I'm here tonight. To tell you the good news that the Savior has been born. If you don't believe me, I get it. I'm just the cleaner guy. But I will say this. I remember these words the angels spoke. This is good news for all people. I guess that includes people like me.